hi, a uh, little bit of spiel before the episode, um, just reasons why it's been a while since the last one. Um, we completed season one, uh, really enjoyed it. It was tough, um, very tough. Um, and then rather than crack on with season two straight away because of the talk of updates and the level of unhappiness people were showing with one-on-ones and other parts of the match engine, I thought it best to wait. Um, to be honest, yes, we missed a lot of one-on-ones, but um, we're a fourth-tier Argentinian team, so our strikers aren't very good, so that's probably would have happened anyway. Um, but we waited, um, we've started season two on the kind of little beta release or the, the semi-update they've, they've done. Um, all seems to be going all right so far, so this update will round up season one. Uh, it will give a little bit of what happened in pre-season um, and obviously anybody who's listened to the other episodes will know that the manager, Tommy Larson, is a is a mysterious figure that we've not found out who he actually is. It was a guy who um, had to change his name, <laughs> leave Europe, um, start a new life, um, but he has had experience in football before so this episode we will finally get to find out who Tommy Larson really is. And there's also a, a debut of um, a good friend of mine who very kindly lent me his American tones for this episode. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. This is when life changes football manager, the kings of content creation. So this is it. The whole season comes down to one penalty kick. Carlos Achar, the young Paraguayan striker with just one goal in 23 appearances, has the chance to keep the Black Crows in the promotion playoffs. He steps up. It had been four weeks since the first round of the promotion playoffs where Black Crow Ushuaia had lost on penalties. The players had all left for their summer break but Tommy Larson had still walked into work every single day. He had watched the entire season back, every game, over and over again. At his age, with the amount of games in his locker, he knew that to improve on what he had started, the hard work would have to begin now. He had decided to put a line through the opening championship part of the competition. Too many new faces and no time had meant results and performances had been far too erratic. However, since the mid-season break, things had improved dramatically. Whether it was the extra training sessions, focusing more on tactics rather than fitness, or just the fact that the players had now gotten three months of game time with each other, the results were on the up. Winning the first five games of the closing championship was something Larson didn't expect, but he took it and gave the side the belief to compete each and every week. His new 4-4-1-1 was having the desired effect, although he knew some of the roles were very much square pegs in round holes. The continued improvement of Ariel Fantone was the key reason behind the upturn in success. The diminutive playmaker was essential to everything that Ushuaia did. Not only is he the side's prime creator, but with 10 goals in 22 starts, he was also the side's top goal scorer. With the side looking stronger, 
they had made up ground following the terrible opening championship results, and as the season finished, they snuck into a quite convoluted playoff picture on the final day of the season. But that was as far as the improvement went, with a cruel exit at the hands of Puerto Nuevo in a penalty shootout, this game proved to be a hurdle too far for Larson's young side. Following on from that disappointment, there had been five days of assessment and reflection from Averinov and the Faceless Corporation. Recruitment had been discussed and come down to several conversations where Larson had to sit and watch as the director of football spoke about players from all over the world, showing him PowerPoints of statistics and areas of potential investment and growth. He listened as Andre spoke about a young striker called Porodko, who had made a decent start to his career in Pripyat, but Averinov thought it too dangerous to try and deal with the club manager at this time. Maybe one to revisit in the future, he had said. Larson continuously fought for experience. He knew that it would be vital to a successful campaign, so lobbied them time and time again to help him. Finally, he got the response he was after from Andre. So, we have listened to your demands regarding experience and in light of the upturn in form last season, we grant you this request and have secured the signatures of 27-year-old centre-back Federico Moreira, 39-year-old journeyman striker Juan Manuel Oliveira and last but not least, 42-year-old Venezuelan international Jorge Rojas. You asked for experience, so here you have it. We now expect results. So one year on from stepping off the plane and he felt he had made big strides into achieving the corporation's long-term plans. He sat back and looked around the bar. It was probably somewhere he would never have thought he could feel at home 12 months ago and yet it was here he found himself most nights enjoying a quiet drink and watching the games of European football that not so long ago he himself had been involved with. His eyes rested on the bartender who was talking to a tall gentleman wearing a sports jacket, faded blue jeans and a pair of well-worn white pumps. Not exactly the best choice of clothing to keep the cold out, so from that deduction alone he must be from out of town. He had never seen the man before but assumed he was the person who had been in here asking questions of him a couple of times this week. The barman looked straight towards Larson and pointed the newcomer towards the Black Crow manager. As he approached the table, he smiled and held out his hand. Hey, Joe Casey. I'm a reporter from San Francisco, and I am damn glad to finally meet you. You, sir, are a hard man to track down. Tommy returned the smile and shook the American's hand. He went to offer his own name, but was abruptly stopped as the stranger started speaking again. Hold on, before we get off on the wrong foot, I, I, I want you to know, I, I, sorry, I, I need you to know that I know, well, I guess you could say I know everything. Larson looked puzzled and sat back in his chair as he watched his new table guest pour himself a drink. The American then took out a dictaphone, pressed the record button and placed it in the centre of the table. So, if you don't mind, I've... Got a few questions for you, Mr. Goss. Mr. Achilles Goss. 